What are you not going to pay attention to today? We are continuing the series on starting new year with a sustainable mindset. We began with the importance of rest and how to do it effectively to be in a good state in order to set sustainable goals thanks to a few of the principles of permaculture. And then we made sure to define success with flexibility. So today we are moving on and for that we need to align our attention with our intention. How and why? Stay tuned! Bonjour, life sportless, it's Claire from Integral Life. An apologetic freedom for unconventional humans with practical wisdom and tools to create a life feeling alive from the inside out. Show notes on integralialive.com. This summer, I lived in Rome, Italy, and I couldn't leave Rome without visiting the Sixteen Chapel. As you might imagine, or you know, if you've been there, it's a seriously popular attraction. To visit it, first you go through a whole museum that's so packed with antique goodness that you could spend the whole day or even multiple days just admiring all of these. And there's a fair amount of visitors there. But for the most part, I could look at the art undisturbed and take as much in as I wanted. Then you arrive to the 16th chapel and suddenly it's different. (laughs) It is as packed as the metro in Paris at peak hours. There are people telling you where to go and where not to go. So everyone is packed in the middle of the room, some trying to exit, some trying to take photos, even if it's completely forbidden, kids running around, some people like me trying to watch the paintings, (laughs) kind of a mess. And after a few minutes of this circus, I was paying more attention to finding a good posture than actually admiring the the art, the paintings. And as you know, most of the paintings are on the ceiling, which doesn't make it really easy or comfortable to look at it for an extended time. So I had to pose and remember my intention, seeing the paintings, not monitoring myself in the crowd. So I refocused my attention accordingly. Does that feel familiar to you? I mean, probably or maybe not visiting the Sixteen Chapel, but beginning with an intention and then, you know, things pop up in a few minutes, hours, days, months into it, we realize we are spending our precious attention on things that are not prioritary. Sounds familiar now? Welcome to being human. Last year, in the podcast, I talked about selective attention. It was basically about the fact that we are able to retain a small amount of information in our working memory. So we have strategies in place, and most of these strategies are unconscious. To decide, to choose what to pay attention to and what not to pay attention to. The famous paper in a psychological review by George Miller says that we can process seven plus or minus two chunks of attention. 
actually more recent studies have estimated the processing capacity of the conscious mind to 120 bits per second. Our consciousness has a bandwidth, a window, like your internet connection. Whatever information that is overloading this bandwidth at any time doesn't get in our conscious attention. By the way, this kind of study kind of startles and fascinates me. Well, if you want more numbers, I put the link to an article in the show notes where, well, you will be able to go into a number of vortexes if, if you like that. But because this limited bandwidth, we have an attention filter, which is mostly unconscious, as I said, but that we can influence consciously to automatically ignore the information that is not important at that moment. It works for your dog too, by the way. That is why calling him for smelling something interesting is not working so much. His attention filters you out. Boring human, zero. Yummy smelly food, one. So our intention is limited. What about the link with the intention then? Attention happens in the present. So when you, we are overloaded with information, which is, which if you don't live in a cave right now, it happens to you daily. We make a constant choice towards what we pay attention to. Intention is linked to the future. We imagine something that we want to get to. So ideally, we then use our intention like a compass to know where we're going and to direct our attention in the present to things that are important to create that. And by the way, the past episodes were all about how to do that in a sustainable and efficient way. We have mainly three ways of getting stuck in that process. The daydreaming limbo, the tunnel vision oriented action, and the fake efficiency or the trap of productivity. So the daydreaming limbo. When we take intention into our present, we are daydreaming, basically. And it can be great sometimes as an exploration of this intention to define it more clearly and really, really know what we want. But there are ways of doing this that are effective. And if you're interested, I'll do an episode on that. So just tell me. And there are ways to just get lost in dreamland limbo limbo it feels good so good we are not getting anywhere and it can even make things worse because now we there's a potential for us to feel even more terrible about the present situation because we see the gap so much so as a result instead of taking action now we are putting our attention into the future and our intention in the present, but as a way to escaping, not as a motivation to go towards it. And if you've been there, I certainly have. I have a great imagination. Welcome to being human again. <laughs> now the second one, tunnel vision. It's another way to misalign attention and intention, and it's when we focus so much on the outcome that we don't pay attention enough to what is happening. A lot of it comes back to what I presented last week, 
setting flexible checkpoints for your intention. If you have a fixed intention, you might fail uh, into a tunnel vision to exclude anything that doesn't fit in. Eventually, this brings up a tendency to force things in that direction. And we end up paying attention with a too narrowed bandwidth and being unable to adapt our actions to the current situation to keep aiming towards our intention. So we are not flexible at all. Think about a sailing boat that would never change course, even when the wind and waves condition changes. Ineffective at the best and potentially very dangerous at the worst, right? Now the third one, productivity. One of the most common way we misalign attention and intention. When we focus so much on our present, that it sets back our intention to an invisible background. We lose sight of our outcome, of the big picture, and we get lost into the myriads of information coming at us. It can lead to procrastination and inaction, but also to being super productive. But in any case, the compass we use to focus our attention is off. It is totally disconnected with our intention. We lose sight of our priorities. So we might be super productive, but not effective, not going in the way in the, um, towards our intention. Did you identify where you must have the tendency to get lost? Is it the draining, forced action, productivity, a bit of everything? If you're human, chances are you experience all of them. And you might recognize a tendency for one rather than the other. So here is a simple exploration to get us out of these traps and make sure our attention stays aligned with our intention. First, it really helps to notice what your tendency is so that you can recognize when it's happening and that is often enough to stop it when we see it soon enough. And that comes with practice. So instead of beating yourself up the next time you realize, I did it again, like, I don't know, daydreaming, for example, instead of taking action, celebrate your awareness. Okay, I did it again, but now I can see it. So I'm still doing it, but now I'm seeing myself doing it, so I know that's the first step to change. The first step to change anything is recognizing that it is happening, right? So, okay, we observe, we notice it's happening. So notice how your attention changes. What is usually distracting you? What is usually overwhelming you? What is happening when that happens? Ask yourself these questions and observe over a few days. Take notes if you need to, writing, really like writing because it doesn't lie contrary to memory sometimes so then you when you have an idea of what sets your attention off set a not to do list list everything that is not priority now it might be things that are interesting in general and maybe that you will need to do in the future but right now 
they are a distraction. They would be productivity versus efficiency. So not to do list. And now comes the magic. Your intention is showing you where to go and what to pay attention to. Your not to do list is telling you what not to do and what to avoid. As long as you follow them, as long as you stay in between, you have no room to get lost anymore. So go ahead and answer the question for yourself. Then come on my Facebook and Instagram pages and comment any post of this week. And tell me, what is the emoji for your biggest item on the not-to-do list? It might be tricky if it's social media. <laughs> that would be funny. So drop your comments and questions on Facebook and Instagram. I'll be there on Thursday with the usual Facebook Live to answer them. And that was your weekly dose of fierce love, a mix of love and brutal honesty. Boom, life just got more sparkling. Thank you for being there. I really appreciate your presence. Remember to subscribe so you get your weekly dose and hop on my socials. Let's, let's start this conversation. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye-bye. Au revoir.